On this episode of the Girl Talk Podcast, I think there's a balance between understanding that God is the only one who is good enough and living in such a way that we're not tortured by lies. Mm. Hello there. You are listening to the Girl Talk Podcast. My name is Carol. I'm Kelly. I'm Trisha. And we are so glad that you are here today. We're going to be diving in deep. Because the problem is, I believe the lies. Oh, my goodness. Mm -hmm. This one's going to be convicting, I'm Mm -hmm. sure, for me at least. And uh, maybe for you, too, if you ever struggle with what goes on between your ears. Mm. So um, (laughs) let's start out. Let's let's define the lies. Um, What what is the what would you say is the biggest lie that you believe about yourself? You might want to go first. Oh, wow, that's a hard place to start. Good gracious. Okay, I'll start. Okay, yeah. you start. Um, and this is t- terms of full disclosure. Um, I have never gotten past the fact that I'm divorced. I still carry a lot of shame around from that. Mm. Um, that I feel like I failed. That um, all of all the things that go along with that failure, I think that's my biggest one is that mm. I still whisper Oh, you know, God can't use you or you're not as good as all the things mm-hmm. like a second class citizen because of that failure in my life. So I think that's the biggest one for me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you the probably the three lies that I struggle with the most and they're they're sort of overlap with mm-hmm. yours. Not necessarily divorce, but the failure part of it. I was going to say, that these are lies you believe about me? <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. And, okay. But the failure part okay, of it, yeah. right? Because it goes beyond circumstances. Um, the biggest lie that I believe, that I fight, that I have fought my whole life is that not good enough. Mm-hmm. You are not good enough. You're never going to be good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and what happens when I'm in the midst of hearing that lie I start to build a case to prove that it's true by Mm -hmm. whatever happened just then proves you're not good enough oh and remember that from the past remember you're not good enough oh and you tried this and that didn't work failure you're not good enough so it's a building on the failure into a you're not good enough yeah and Mm -hmm. I I love that you brought that up because I hadn't thought about it till you just said it but for me the one big failure was an uh, um, the culmination of all the failures for all my life. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. The, it it proved it's not that one. everything mm-hmm. before that was mm-hmm. true. Yes, mm-hmm. every lie. Just I building a case, yeah. building a case that yes, it's true. Right. You are not good enough. You are not good enough. Don't right. forget this thing that happened. That's right. And right. Uh, the other one probably is that that no one really likes you. Mm-hmm. And that's that's a painful one. And uh, I I mean I know it's the devil. I know it's the devil. Yeah. Um. But it is still so hard once you start to go down that sure. road. Sure, it's debilitating. Yeah. 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 Okay. I think for me, probably that your weight will always define you. Ooh. Mm. Yeah, that could you be know. mine too. Yeah, that your weight. That, you know, I've been on that that weight mm. yo-yo for mm. my entire life. In Same. fact, I was just talking about this yesterday with somebody um, about there was this one little moment. It's like mm. three years in a row where I didn't struggle with my weight. Mm. I was mm. at a healthy weight. Um, and that was three years of the 47 years I've been alive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And in th- that three years, I mm-hmm. graduated from high school and I met my now husband. Mm-hmm. And so the lie I will always tell myself is that, He wants me to be the way I was Mm. when I met him Mm -hmm. because that was, you know, 80 pounds. Yeah. So your weight is defined to your worth. That's right. Yes. My Mm -hmm. worth is defined by my 
the number my, on the scale. The number on, my, mm-hmm. on the scale. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, and it's I, a lot. I, I, I have made this joke for years only because it's true. But I said, anytime you watch, you go back and watch older episodes of the Girl Talk podcast, you never know which Carol you're going to get mm. because you've seen the obese Carol. You've been, you've seen the Carol in process. You've seen, seen the thinner Carol. Right. Then you see the big Carol again. I mean, and so right. I totally relate to that. And the thing about that is that that doesn't define who Carol is. Right. Exactly. 100%. But as you mentioned that, I automatically went back to a situation also attached to my divorce that somebody said when I, I separated from my husband, somebody said, did he leave you because of your weight? Mm. And I never have obviously forgotten that. I mm-hmm. still can be. And I think that for me has bled over into um, because people will say, do you ever want a relationship? Do you ever you ever think you'll meet somebody? And I say no, because I think because of that, I never felt like I would ever be beautiful again mm. or yeah. maybe never right. was. Mm. Right. Mm hmm. Because of that one statement of, wow, okay, so there's something wrong. And I think at the heart of all of this, Mm -hmm. it strikes at there is something wrong with me. Mm -hmm. And and the truth of the matter is, there is. You know? 100%. I've been reading uh, Louis Giglio's book. I highly recommend this book if um, you struggle with your thought life because he he had butts he headbutts the i am not blank whatever mm. the title of the book is i am not but i know i am and he mm. talks about the name of god i am mm. and how Ooh. moses goes to mm. god and says I, i'm not a good public mm. speaker i'm not this i'm not that all throughout the bible you find people who say i am not and and the 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 story of the bible really is God being I am and the people being I am not. But I think in our culture today, we let it get to such a a serious unraveling before we deal with it that we completely forget our theology, mm-hmm. that we truly do believe in the great I am. Mm-hmm. So we don't have to be all of those things. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Right. I we, think, think so many of these things are so intensely personal sure. and we think that yeah, yeah, yeah. God's bigger than that. But we don't personalize it to the point of God's bigger than my divorce or bigger than my weight or yeah. bigger than mm-hmm. do people like me or not. Well, and I think getting back to what Trisha said earlier, too, about her um, thing being I'm not good enough. Y- yes, we are not good enough. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we that's what we try to be. We mm-hmm. try to yeah. think I in and of myself am good enough. I am good enough to be everything that my family needs. I'm good enough to be everything that my employer needs. I'm good enough to be everything my friends need. I'm good enough in and of myself the way I was created. And in reality, that's not true. Mm -hmm. We are not good enough because we live in a sin sick world. And Jesus is the only one who is good enough. Yeah. J.D. Greer made this statement. I shared this with Tricia earlier on today. He said, if dependence is the goal, so if dependence on God is the goal, mm-hmm. then weakness is an advantage. Wow. But our culture is right? powerful. It right? It's a it, totally different perspective. Right. Yeah. If dependence is the goal, then weakness is an advantage. But our culture does not celebrate weakness. Our culture tells us that you gotta be strong, that you gotta make your mm-hmm. way, that you gotta look out for number one, that you gotta do all the things. And when we talk about mm-hmm. gospel centered living, it really is turning everything of our culture yeah. upside down mm-hmm. and looking at it in a different 
way and considering it in a different perspective. And I think that's, at least for me, what I forget. I forget my gospel perspective. Mm-hmm. It's just like my glasses that I put on. I can't see very clearly when I have my glasses mm-hmm. off. But when I put my glasses on, I can see. And I forget to put my gospel glasses on when it comes to issues going on in my own head and in my own heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I forget to put my glasses on. Right. And there's such a danger, too, when we start to see ourselves as being good enough and being mm. and not having no weaknesses. Yeah. You know, if we really are, if we view ourselves as perfect, if we view ourselves as good enough, then all of a sudden we've replaced God with ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And that becomes a pride issue and, yes. you know, an idol issue. But I think there's another part of this that I do want to explore. And you're absolutely right. Mm-hmm. I think the heart of almost everything is pride. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even insecurity is pride. Yeah. And so then the key is humility and understanding the goodness of the great I am mm-hmm. of God and mm-hmm. Jesus. But one thing, I don't think God wants us to walk around being tortured by those lies. Mm-hmm. And yeah, sure. I mean, the answer mm-hmm. is, okay, I, I'm not good enough, but should I hide in my cubicle and cry because something happened that made me feel so bad and reminded me that I am not good enough. No, I don't think so. So there, I think there's a balance between understanding that God is the only one who is good enough and living in such a way that we're not tortured by lies. Mm. And I think one of the ways of digging into that is understanding where I'm finding my worth, where I'm, what's defining me. Y'all mentioned weight. I've had that too. That defined me for a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, it would be like an accomplishment that I did or didn't get. I was letting that define me. What is beautiful? We've talked about what is beautiful, what is worth. I think when we have these lies that we believe, if we dig down in to try to figure out what's the faulty, disordered thinking that I'm struggling with, and it's I'm defining myself by something. Mm-hmm. But I don't think, I, I don't want to walk around crying because the the lies are, are just choking the life out of me that I'm not good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that, and that's a place I feel like we all get to. Yeah often in our lives that we have those moments where we are paralyzed yeah. by the enemy yes. standing on our shoulders, whispering those lies into our yeah. ears. And um, that's, he knows us. Yes. Yeah. He knows us well because he has studied us as people. Mm-hmm. He has studied me. He has studied you as people. Mm-hmm. And he knows what our trigger points are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so he's going to speak directly into that mm-hmm. and wants to get us off kilter so that we can't serve the Lord, mm-hmm. that we can't be our whole effective. selves. Yeah. And effective mm-hmm. in ministry. And so I think that is something that a lot of us struggle with. So I, I want to um, throw another thing out here, because as I was thinking about the lies that I believe, it always is attached to an emotion for me. Mm-hmm. In what way? Yeah. Well, for instance, my failure, that for me was a very emotional time going through a divorce, um, feeling like a failure. And it's it the 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 devil does not attack me where I'm not emotionally involved. Mm. I guess that's mm-hmm. the yeah, point yeah, I'm trying yeah. to make uh-huh. it is that there's always an emotional tie to it. Mm-hmm. And that's where he starts with me. And it's such powerful scripture that we're given that says we can take every thought cat. What does it mean to take a thought captive? Put it in jail. 
Mm-hmm. What do you do when you put something in jail? You put it behind bars and you examine yeah. it and you examine the evidence and you say, is this true or is it not true? Mm-hmm. And then you sentence it. <laughs> if it yeah. is not true, you sentence it to death, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if, and, and, but, but the, for me, it's, it's, it, I, it's not attached to something that's not emotional for me. There's can always I, an emotion. Can yeah. I say, I think it's a vulnerability. Oh, okay. You yeah. know, I think mm. he knows when we're vulnerable. Yeah. And that can be because we're experiencing a big emotion or we're fatigued mm. or we're, we've just gone through a difficult season. We're vulnerable. Yeah. And that is when he comes with full force. And I think it's been said here several times these aren't new struggles for any of us. We've mm-hmm. been struggling with these things for the same amount of time mm-hmm. or, or even longer, some of us. But here's the thing. He's not even original. He just knows yeah. what works. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Right. Goes back. Well, and I thing. think the other thing about that, getting, you know, tagging that to your emotional comment, it also is a little bit of PTSD. So he mm. will remind us of one lie, which will then remind mm. us of the mm. last time we believe that same lie. And it'll remind us of the last mm. time that we believe that same lie. And all of a sudden we go, oh yeah, well, this is a pattern. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If this is a pattern, then it must be true. Lie stacking. Right. So lie yeah. stacking. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> lie stacking. And it brings back all of that emotion. Mm-hmm. And that's how we start to believe the lies as truth because we start to see mm-hmm. them as a pattern in our life and not an isolated whispering from the enemy to try to undermine our ministry. I will be honest with you about what has happened to me. And you guys know I've shared with you some of the times where I feel like the, the enemy has attacked me with lies and, and won mm. some of the times. Uh, and even though I know it's coming, it still has been effective at times. I will be sitting in a chair and I will have one thought. And the thought can be um, something that happened, a true situation. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But then the enemy will take the, the, the one mm-hmm. bit of truth and he'll turn it around and go, that's because of something, something. Yeah. And that might be, let's say somebody was, um, they, somebody said something good about someone else, which was true. This person did a great job at this. And then the enemy will go, did you hear that? They did a good job and you didn't. Mm. Okay, true. The person did a good job. But then he takes the truth and he twists it yeah. mm-hmm. and says, this is a condemnation against you. It's not. Right. But all of a sudden that thought comes and I'll sit there and I'll have the thought. And all of a sudden, like the hairs on my, my arm will start to stick up and I'll start to kind of breathe a little bit heavier. Mm-hmm. And then another thought happens. And then it's almost like a vortex goes around me and I'm in like a my mm-hmm. own mm-hmm. whirlwind. And then the thoughts start coming more and more. And he knows that he's having success. Mm-hmm. And so he starts to pile more on. And that's when the PTSD comes. That's mm-hmm. when the, oh, that's like the other time. And remember when that happened. And that also means that. And it just lies stacking. And I crumble Mm -hmm. i crumble and when you add the emotional vulnerability to that i don't have the strength to fight it i am done and i run away and i cry Mm. and it is a terrible experience and i have had it numerous numerous times and i know it's because the enemy is trying to stop the impact that we have here at the station he attacks each of us in our own way Mm -hmm. this is how he attacks me but the problem is I believe it mm-hmm. yeah. in that moment, sitting in that chair. I believe everything. Yeah. And that 
has to stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It has to stop for us to be effective. Sure. And and one of the things that you taught me early on, and this was in terms of exercise, but it's applied to my entire life. We we were at one time doing the same running program mm-hmm. and um one of the trainers said if an if a thought comes into your mind, say mm-hmm. you're not going to be able to do this run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have the the wherewithal to decide whether you keep that thought or uh-huh, you throw it out uh-huh, and let it go. Uh-huh, you don't uh-huh. have to believe mm-hmm. that, you know? And and that sounds like an easy thing, but actually it's very difficult, especially because what we do when we feel like we failed or we feel like we don't measure up is we isolate. Mm-hmm. And so that makes the voice in our head even louder of the enemy. Yeah. And we can't hear anything. I mean, it just, it's the perfect storm. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes at us all in different ways, but I think it's effective, especially mm-hmm. we as women, because we're such emotional beings and we travel in those yes. worlds of, and we're, and we, we pour ourselves out and we pour ourselves into what we do and, uh, and the things that we're involved in. And so that vulnerability is always going to be there because of that, because of the way that we're made, the way that mm-hmm. God made us. However, what are some ways that we can stand up and start to battle back? I want to know. I want to know what I could do specifically oh, yeah. Yeah. as me, as your friend, sure. Tricia. What could I do in that moment? Like, if you, when you are in the middle of that hurricane, because yeah. first of all, I want to say that you're not the only one who goes through that. So I think this is practical application to anybody yeah. listening to this podcast too, who sure. might go, I can see myself doing this. I can see this happening in. Um, you know, I can, I can see myself going through this. How can I tell my friends to help me? So help, help me help you. What can I do? What can I grab you by the shoulders and go, okay, we're going to stop the spinning or, um, what, what helps? First thing my therapist taught me to do is when you feel like you're swirling off into the thoughts, into the lies is to bring yourself back to where you are right now. And that can be tapping yourself tapping crossing your arms and tapping yourself will will reawaken you to where you are feeling your your hiney in your chair mm-hmm. tapping your feet doing something to bring you back to the present mm-hmm. because this can take you away mm-hmm. on a cycle of thought and you are not aware that you're sitting in a chair you're just hearing these lies and it like it does it feels like a hurricane or some sort of a tornadic wind mm-hmm. but if you can bring yourself back and tapping you can tap yourself in any way cross your arms you can also cross your arms um in like a pretzel mm-hmm. those cross the body things yeah. or yep yeah, the pop a rubber band pop, or yep. anything like that that can bring you back to the moment will help you just take a second and go wait a minute Here's where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, I sat, the last time I knew I was at risk for this, I sat beside Laura. Mm-hmm. It was a staff meeting and I knew I was at risk. I sat beside Laura and I said to her, I'm starting to like go crazy. And she could see I start crying. Mm-hmm. I mean, I start crying because these are such painful lies that I'm hearing. Um, and and she she kind of like would talk to me or, or you know, give me a thumbs up or, or something to just remind me that she is there. Right. And that did help in a sense because I was aware and I shared it with someone else. So sharing it with someone is a big key. Mm-hmm. Allowing them in. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing. But allowing someone in can start to provide that support. Mm -hmm. I don't know that there's anything anyone could actually say Mm -hmm. to stop the lies other than reminding in that moment, take the thought captive. Mm -hmm. Like you said, Mm -hmm. this, these are lies. 
You don't have to believe that lie. What if we came up with a code word? Yeah. That maybe no one else knows. Yeah. But we know between us. And it's, you know, it's, I, I have, there's a girl in my small group and she and I have a code word. Mm. And whenever she texts me that word, I know immediately to start praying. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And if anybody else was to look at it, they'd be like, what in the world does that mean? It has Banana? nothing to do with the situation. But I know that that's her struggle and she's yeah. confided in me. And when she te- texts me that keyword, that's when I know I need to pray for her. I need to make eye contact and say, you're good. You know, yeah. you're here. Yeah. Yeah. You're, I, you've got people around that love you. You've mm. got support. How about birds? Because you have you heard that phrase? Birds? Birds are going to fly over your head, but you can stop them from landing in your hair. <laughs> that is great. So it's like the yeah. thoughts. They yeah. can, they're going to fly around, but yeah. they, they don't they're get just to birds. land and mess up my curls. Mm-hmm. So birds. <laughs> Clay shoot. Yeah. The birds. Yeah, birds is a good, that but, could be but, something. I mean, that That's could be something concept. that is a good fun way between yeah. us to let us know, hey, because I think the hardest thing for me to do, and I don't know about you, but the hardest thing for me to do is ask for help. Yeah. Because when I, I went through my divorce, I pulled myself up by my bootstraps and I'm going to make it. I'm going to do mm. this by myself and I'm going to show the world and yada, yada, yada. And that got me into a very dangerous place. And I had a hard time, still do to this day, have a hard time asking for help. And so sometimes things like that can help me mm-hmm. bridge the gap mm-hmm. uh, in between who I am and what I know I'm capable of if I isolate and who you are and what I think you can do by extending your hand, you know, but just a code word to kind of mm-hmm. let each other know, hey, I'm struggling and I could use some extra prayer. I could use some extra support. Mm-hmm. I could use a bag of nachos. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. You know, I think talking about it too is so incredibly important mm-hmm. Yeah, because yes. there's things like, I mean, we, you have been very authentic and open, Tricia, sure. about your struggles that you've had. And we've been walking with you through them for a while now. And that's so beautiful because yeah. we're able to then pray for you. We're yeah. able to help. I think, you know, for me with my weight, one of the things and, and my my connection of my weight to my love for my husband mm. is mm. something that's so incredibly personal. I probably am not going to talk about that a lot out loud, but mm-hmm. I really should, you know, mm-hmm. because what I do is I just damp, I just Mm. push it down and I push it down and I push it down and then I let it start to impact other things that I have going on in my world. Mm. You know, other, other things become lies. Other, I listen to other things that are lies and not talking about that just makes it worse. And so I really, I think talking about those kinds of things out loud, whatever it is that we're struggling with, Mm -hmm. whatever lie it is that we're believing can help us heal from the lies that we've been telling ourselves. Because you're dragging it out yeah. of the dark That's and bringing right. it into the light. That's yeah, right. letting, mm-hmm. letting the light of truth shine on it. And uh, boy, the only good thing that grows in the dark are mushrooms, mm. portobellos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the only one. Because everything else <laughs> yeah. needs to be seen yeah. in the light of day. Absolutely, absolutely. And <laughs> And when you talk about those things, you know that there's somebody who loves you on the other end to yes. say, you're that's beautiful. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's, that's not just the way you are. It's because you're beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. That, and that's, um, I, and I think true truth is so important for us to tell ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. it's really important for us to tell ourselves truth and to tell ourselves God's truth mm-hmm. and replace yeah. those lies, whatever they are, with the truth of God's word. 
And one of the best ways of doing that, I'm not just saying it because I work on this station, is listening to the music. Because if you get those sorts of songs that have God's truth in them, it can help in those moments. I I have binge listened to Hey Girl Mm -hmm. (laughs) from Ann Wilson and Who I Am from Ben Fuller because they Mm -hmm. are so true Mm -hmm. and you you, you add a little melody to it and you remember it Mm -hmm. even in the moments of pain. And that you can sing it on the treadmill too. That's you're right. not feeling like who you are is good enough. You know, yeah. Those moment sing. grocery store. Mm-hmm. I've done all those things. So how do we take a step forward? I think my final question, and, and this is maybe one more for reflection than it is for answering, but you feel free to answer it if you want to. I was asking myself, what would look different in my life if I started to believe the truth? in these specific areas that I've identified. Mm-hmm. And and you know what my answer was? I'll show you. Nearly everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Nearly everything would change if I would just believe the truth. Mm. Like, that's a powerful statement because it is convicting to me mm-hmm. because it says I've given the enemy way too many places to hang on to me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I think about, you know, when you go whitewater rafting, there's those little handles on the side. And, man, you cling to those with everything you got because you don't want to be out in class five rapids without something to keep you afloat. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. I think about that. That's the way the devil hangs on to me. uh, And I've given Mm -hmm. him the handles and made him quite comfortable so he can stick around in those places. And so when I think about what would look different in my life if I just made it a priority to believe the truth and it would change nearly everything in my life mm-hmm. the freedom to be whole freedom to be whole. oh gosh yes i think my relationships would change oh yeah because then i wouldn't bring all this junk to interactions with other people because mm-hmm. i would have peace yeah mm-hmm. yeah i think my relationship would cha- my relationships would change and my fears would change mm-hmm. uh-huh you know yes. dissipate yes. Yes, my fears would dissipate. Yeah. They don't have any power over you yep. when you know who you are in right. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we can take one little tiny lie mm-hmm. and blow it up into the world's going to mm-hmm. end mm-hmm. kind yeah. of lies. Yeah. And um, yeah, my fears would never go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good stuff to think about. Good stuff to talk about. You do not have to suffer in silence any longer. You're welcome to get in touch with us. You can always email girltalk at thelightfm.org. We want you to live that abundant life that Mm -hmm. God has promised for you and already paid for for you. You just have to start to believe the truth. What would it change for you? Would it change everything? We'd love the opportunity to pray for you. So get in touch. You can get in touch on the Facebook page, on the Girlfriends of the Girl Talk podcast page. You can email us, girltalk at thelightfm.org. We would love to hear from you, your thoughts, um, the ways that you battle back with the truth. You have a choice. Don't let your emotions rule. Believe the truth. That is our prayer for you today. And we'll see you next time we gather around these microphones for the next Girl Talk podcast.